ladies and gentlemen, too sweet to be sour, too nice to be mean, head shaved fresh like mist. It is he, it is I, it is me, slim with the tilted brim, P double D E Tepwakui into the place to be reviews. And right here with me is my amazing co-host, Monica. How you doing, Monica? <laughs> Hi, buddy. <laughs> What's going on? Um, can I just give a big sixth birthday shout out? Because it's his birthday, and I can't believe he's six. Happy birthday to little Jobin. Well, happy birthday, Jobin. Six. Well, yeah. he can uh, he can probably listen to uh, the first part of this uh, of this episode where we wish him a happy birthday. Because I did uh, the first thirty seconds, so that's pretty good. <laughs> well, we're we're already we can make it a minute and uh, go ahead and wish him a happy birthday again. Happy sixth birthday, Jobin. Yay! Happy birthday, buddy. Okay, <laughs> now <laughs> moving along. Kids, kids, bu- buckle up because this is uh, <laughs> this is not only going to be a probably eighteen and up episode. Um, it's unscripted right now. Like I literally have no script. I edited a manga all day today, and I well, basically one chapter. Uh, but that anybody who's ever edited anything knows that takes time. And I'm doing some, uh, not I. I don't want to say rewrites, but I'm. I've been given license to, you know, make enhancements, and you know, basically, I'm putting the window dressing on the product. You know what I mean? Right. I know. So it's and I sent. Uh, I sent you the. Uh, I sent you the the copy I worked on today. Yeah, I have not got a chance to read it yet, but. This is like the first minute I've really sat down all day. So happy Monday! Happy Monday! I I got some good news today. It's been uh, it's it's been a good day. I, my uh, main account is out of Facebook jail. Yes, you hit me with that at like eight a.m. I know. I'm like, I need you to make me admin on my own page again, please. Please make <laughs> me admin on my page. But yeah. Well, it's, that's what happens when you don't follow rules. I know. Well, you know, it happens. <sighs> but yeah, so <laughs> there's uh, there's that, and um, we've got some Black Widow <laughs> news to talk tonight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So and- I have not been in any form of public for like four days. I mean, minus work, but other than that, like. I have no idea what's happening in the world, so I don't even know what is about to come up with Black Widow because I've not read anything, I haven't watched anything. Like, I'm a little nervous. Oh, if if I wasn't said. so <laughs> if I wasn't so adamant about getting this episode like in the bag tonight, within like probably an hour to an hour and ten minutes, uh, and that's going to be like a first for us. Is um. I could go on all night about between the Black Widow and this Taika Waititi uh, trolling the fans, a la uh, taking a page out of Ruin Johnson's playbook from Star Wars. I, I mean, this is like just textbook uh, Disney, you know, stooly stuff here. And now we've got it coming from a Marvel director. And like I said, you knew my my level of enthusiasm for. Uh, for Thor four, and then we got the title, and then we got the title, and I was like, eh, and I'm still like, okay, you know, it, it could be all right. And then it's, hey, we're making 
Jane Foster, Thor. And I'm like, oh, no. And then it's like, they're going to focus on Tessa Thompson searching for her queen of Asgard, of new Asgard. I'm like, oh, no. And then Taika Waititi started, you said his name right. Fuck him. Fucking Taka. I know. I was going to say, you started saying his name right. Fucking Tuku Wakaka or whatever his name is. <laughs> but no, I just, I, I just, oh, God. Uh, he looks like a Kiwi Kramer. That's I'm looking at the picture right now uh, on for bounding into comics, which we're going to get into that. We'll, we'll do this and get this out of the way first, because I'm not as angry about the Black Widow um, article. I mean, I'm very, very disappointed, but I, I'm not. So before we get into that, <clears throat> Let me plug that Facebook page that is now at 288 likes at the time of this recording. No, it's it's 290. I just looked at it. Is yours bigger than mine? No, I sent out invites and I didn't look to see if we got any more likes. I sent out like another eight or ten invites. Okay, so, I looked at it like ten minutes ago and it said 290. Okay, good. So we got another couple. We're in the we're in the home stretch. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, we are. So when we hit the 300 like mark. Monica, what are we going to do? Well, I am you. going to. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> this, I mean, you can help if. No, no, I have nothing to add to this. This is all you. <laughs> um, yeah, I am going to paint a canvas of a comic book character of your choice. Um, after I select a random liker once we hit 300. So close. Uh, we are we're like my my biggest fear is like it's gonna be we're gonna hit 300 and i'm gonna be like super swamped in the middle of 10 things i'm not gonna get to like do the drawing right then but we're, there's we're worse things so on the uh we're on the precipice of of the 300 mark to use a a, a word I, I enjoy using and also also this is episode number 49 is it? I can't keep track. I feel like we just keep duplicating the episode numbers. No, no, this is number 49. So here's what's going to happen Wednesday. <laughs> now, oh Google boy. Hangouts, Google Hangouts is gone. Yeah, I missed so, all that too on Friday. I oh, yeah. So anybody was saying. Yeah, so we did a Discord Friday night. Uh, I was outside walking around in my flip flops and basketball shorts and tank top with my headphones on um on my phone drinking a beer <laughs> sitting on the guardrail you know the guardrail at the end of my road that overlooks that plaza yeah i was sitting on that you know i was out there drinking a beer because uh everybody's in bed random but okay yep but yeah and uh we were doing the discord and um it was just funny we uh it, it was it's a very difficult um now there's like a lot of things that go into this new streaming technique that I don't understand. Luckily, uh, Odin from Odin's movie blog did a tutorial on go light on, I think it was light stream, uh, which is a fairly simplistic, um, streaming tool to use. It allows multi-user streaming <laughs> and it's got what they call a green room. You can invite guests to your green room. I'm like, nice. Everybody's going to be coming oh, in Pete daddy Dollar's green room. Oh yeah, oh, there's gonna be big, strange clouds of smoke. I think I'm, I think that's yeah. what we're gonna open. We're gonna open the show with on Wednesday night is "Strange Clouds" by Lil Wayne. I, that's like one of the Lil Wayne songs I like. It's just got a badass beat. But anyway, there's a cutaway already. Um, 
already we're on like five <laughs> I, possibly i don't know i lost track of time um but uh yeah so what the hell was i saying um wednesday night <laughs> no so episode 50 is Wednesday night and i am hell bent on this being a live stream so tomorrow my goal is uh well between probably tomorrow evening because i'm i won't do it like i worked too long during the day today and i I didn't get to spend as much time with but i read trey like i literally read him 15 books today uh while i was editing so (laughs) i it's not like i was neglecting him you know he was he was busy and i i let him play with his tablet you know for a Long, way longer than I normally do, but I had to get this done. You know, this has been, I got this in June and I haven't had time to get to this part because I got chapter one done. And uh, so I got this all done today. Set Yay. in, uh, he, he tap is, was extremely happy with it. Um, so uh, that makes me happy when, you know, the, the author says, Hey, you know, I, I like you, you know, I like it. So I'm happy. So I, that makes me happy knowing that everybody wins yep that's it I, you know i'm not uh <clears throat> my job is to not compromise the integrity of his story all but enhance it a bit that's that's what i want to do is uh just kind of you know like i said just i'm just to, to polish the edges you know that's it's like uh you know the author takes that lump of clay and you know it's like any creator they take that clay and they mold it and sometimes you just need a few of those edges just need a second pair of eyes on them and i enjoy it you know so um yeah, there's that. Yes, I'm currently working on a project also that I've been like, help <laughs> uh, with Mr. Adam from uh, Raiders there. Yeah. Are you, are you doing the, uh, the is it the uh, the logo? Um, It's a form of it, yeah. But okay. I wish it was just the logo. <laughs> it would okay. be finished by now. But uh, no, it's pretty in-depth, so. Okay. Yay me. Uh- Okay. I uh I'm I, I like that. I'm looking forward. He's almost at he needs to hit three hundred subscribers. Speaking of which we lost a damn subscriber. Oh no. <laughs> we were at seventy seventy three. I'm like what the what the deuce? Like what did what did um, you what did you put up there? Why did I just cut her as bad as you just did? <laughs> it's, it's good thing. No. I know. Uh. My uh no, we did uh I did two videos Saturday, like I busted my ass on those Saturday. I was, uh, because, you know, yesterday I was busy um, and, and we had an impromptu birthday party here Saturday night. So it was, uh, it was busy. You know, I had to get those done during the day. And let's see here. I'm going back to, uh, to the video log here on the channel. And if we lost our subscriber, I'm probably going to cry. Don't do it. No, it, it happens. It happened, but no, I did a, uh, it was, what is this, what script? Yeah, so anyway, um, the uh, the light stream, uh, the new streaming tool, I guess I'm going to try it on Wednesday. The only difference between that and Google Hangouts I can see in the display is like, I kind of have to set the display up. So like, what I'm going to do is, um, <clears throat> I'm going to take... I'm going to make the uh, the picture of all of us like I normally do. Oh, great. <laughs> and I am going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to post that on the screen. 
and then I will have a little individual picture of like it will be like you and uh, we have a first time guest on Wednesday and I believe our second guest on Wednesday will be Cody from Goober Brothers Entertainment now joining us Wednesday, Wednesday night for the first time and he is in the Raiders of the Lost Flicks group with us is a good friend of the this program uh has listened since the word go is uh, Alex Hutchins or, uh, and he is just a great dude. And I've been talking to him about coming on. He's a wealth of, uh, of comic as well as uh, movie knowledge. And he's a huge star Trek fan. See, I'm not a Trekkie, but I want, I, 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 we have a lot of fans of the show that are star Trek fans. So, um, we might just discuss, you know, a, a little Star Trek. Um, I, like I said, I really am not. I've seen a bunch of the movies and the TV, like the older movies and the TV shows, but you know, I'm not an avid fan of anything. But if somebody likes to talk about a particular subject that interests, you know, us at all, why not? You know what I mean? Let's give them an outlet, and we might get some new listeners out of it. And that's something that if it goes over well, you become a regular guest. You know what I mean? That's basically how we've got all the regular guests here. Yes. It is, you know, <clears throat> especially uh, the, the guys, you know, the, the, the guys that have come on the, um, the live streams on YouTube all started out coming on the podcast and it's pretty easy breezy, you know, other than the connection initially. Like, do you remember when we had Adam on the first time? How difficult. Oh my Lord. That was horrible. I felt so bad. I almost changed the entire uh, format of the, of the podcast because of that. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I felt bad too. I'm like this. I, I was waiting for somebody to be like, I broke my phone. Like we're done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I so was, uh, on this thing for Wednesday, like we're not gonna have to do video, right? <laughs> no, it's no, it's not they're, live. They're... You can do pictures. No, it's it's I live, mean, it's live, but, but no, not live. There's no but video. not videos. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I was almost uh, tapping out of there. I was like, nope, I'm no. Out. <laughs> Unless I uh, I win the lottery and I just drop, I just dropped the five hundred bucks to YouTube, and I would get Google Duo which is basically like the baller version of Google Hangouts. It's like $500 a year. I would just pay for that up front for like a couple of years and we would just be able to be basically continue as we were. Uh, but since I don't have an extra $500 laying around, we'll, uh, we'll try Lightstream. Did you buy a lottery ticket? I am going tomorrow because I told <laughs> I also told Alex that because his birthday is coming up that if I won a very substantial amount of money, uh, I would fly out because he's in uh, where the hell's he at Del- Delaware, I think. I would fly up there and uh, and I would take him to Atlantic City for the weekend for his birthday. Oh. Wow, you uh, really uh, throw some stuff out there, don't you? Well, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm still waiting I, on pierogies. I mean, geez. Oh, I, I just need to figure out how to properly ship them. Is uh, <laughs> Is is my is my quandary? Um, I, I don't know. I asked my mom. She somehow figures it out. So I know. I uh, I'll talk to I'll talk to my mom about. It. I've got to take her to uh to uh, radiation on Wednesday. So um, we'll uh, we'll I'll talk. But uh, <laughs> okay. So let's see here. Okay. So the last two videos we did were uh, Galactus in the MCU. Uh, 
it was it was titled Galactus in the MCU and my cutaways have cutaways because I went rant on that video. Um, and go figure, right? That doesn't ever happen, does it? No. <laughs> Let's see right now. That was that be... the right answer? Yeah. Yeah, that's the right answer. That one's at twenty seven views. And the Star Wars episode nine video is at 35 views, so not too bad, uh, all things considered. Uh, we got the usual suspects commenting. A shout out to David Applegate, of course, Chris Wicks, uh, for commenting on the videos. And that's the nice thing about, yep, still at 73 subscribers. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> you want me to go make a fake account right now? And <laughs> do it. I want my... I, subscribe to the channel you might have to get on your phone and do it and she's like no i subscribed i'm like okay grab the other night i grabbed somebody's phone the other night we were drunk and i just like subscribed to my channel randomly uh, it was somebody it was a friend that was over the house i think it was candy uh my buddy gerard's uh his wife so uh, i was like subscribe to my channel here i'm like i don't care if you ever watch the videos just subscribe <laughs> or just just click on them and like them it's fine <laughs> but yeah. no, no, it was it was funny though. So, but yeah, we we ended up walking actually Saturday night. I I think Jason Jason killed the better part because I got him a because uh, like I said it was an impromptu thing. So like we made him cupcakes and I went and got him a card and a twelve pack of Budweiser and uh, <clears throat> I I got a uh, what was it a ten pack of uh, Bud Light Tall Boys and uh, I drank every single one of those. But we walked like down the hill from my house because we were just putzing around, you know, and we walked down the guardrail and we ended up walking down that hill over behind the event center there. And I looked at that hill the next day and I was in flip-flops, mind you. I was like, because I, I hate wearing shoes. That damn, that hill. Oh, no. That hill is steeper than it, it looked uh, that night. But, um, <laughs> well, there was a cat. Down None there. of us are surprised. There, there was a cat down there and I wanted to go pet it, so. Oh my god! I was okay. like, I was like, come here, fucking kitty! I want to pet you. So we we walked down the hill. We're walking. <laughs> we 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 have we have an there's an unreleased video uh, on my phone uh, that we recorded. <laughs> Actually, a couple of them while we were walking. So this is this is what we did. We walked down there, and I was like, okay, we'll just walk back up the hill to my house. I need another beer. And now this is the night of Bud Bash. Okay, so you, you know what Bud Bash. Those oh of you no. For those of you who don't know, uh, Bud Bash is in Holton Lake, which is doxing myself, but it's where I live. It's my, it's where I live. And there is a huge, big, big party on the lake at this huge, well, it's a a big bar uh, right on the water. And there's, you know, there used to be like a thousand boats out there now. I don't know. I mean, I, I know uh, it was Google Bud Bash Bash, and and you will see pictures the aerial yeah. view pictures. Yep, it's and it's in the figure whole out thing, the rest. <laughs> like let me from all the posts I've seen from one of my buddies who's been going to it for 28 years. I guess it was like basically like a me too movement fucking uh like do it like and I don't even mean that in a joking way. Like I mean like it, like I feel sorry for women going there now. I really do. Um and, and this is and this is coming from you know this is this is straight from the heart here. I really do because I mean I've heard so much just nasty. Shit. It's like, dudes, okay. So this is this is why this is why guys get. 
bad reputations and that's where all this toxic masculinity shit comes from and it's not a lot it's i mean it, it, it is but i'm not making excuses there's there's guys that are douchebags and that's the problem is <laughs> yep. it, it gets and everything like that gets magnified and it, it's the same for everybody so it's just like just do better i mean if you see a scantily clad woman in a bathing suit and you're like in the water at like some kind of party in the lake or something like right. that. we're all at a boat you, party you don't have to comment i mean you don't have you you can you can look but do what every guy does look take that shit in for a couple seconds and move on and be a normal human being with your life. You don't have Correct. to walk over. You don't walk over and you don't grab. You don't, you know, no, dude, no, that's fuck. You're a fucking idiot. And you're a crow magnet knuckle dragging piece of shit. So there I'll get, I'm not, I'm not white knighting because I don't live that life, but it's just like it from coming from a guy, you know, it, uh, yeah, it just, but that mm-hmm. shit bothers me. Always had. Like I grew up in a house of three women. I grew up in a house of three women, so I, I do respect women. And I've been accused of being a misogynist, which is absolutely hilarious. Because I was, if I was a misogynist, I really don't think uh, I would have my wife working and me staying home. Do you? No, but I don't think that of you. But yeah, yeah it's exactly. also like ridiculous. Like I'm not gonna be expected to wear a freaking snowsuit to a. Oh no, no you know party on the water like it's ridiculous but uh the the on the flip side of that like if <laughs> that happens to me and i handle shit uh differently than most of these girls do oh. i'm the one that's like you know posing a problem yeah i was gonna say somebody Which like pisses make, me <laughs> off <laughs> i was gonna say somebody like tries to like make a pattern like put a hand on you you're probably the first one around going bro i'll knock you the fuck out and it's like <laughs> Yes. That's that's exactly the response that I see coming from you in that situation. Now, and a lot of dudes in that situation, even a bigger dudes would be like, uh, whoa, okay, um probably back the fuck off, you know. But then again, right. you get the morons, you know, and that's that's when the problem starts. So I just it just dudes do uh, guys out there just just do better, okay? Just just be better. You don't <laughs> there's not, no hope. There, there is. And I was discussing this um, before we came on the air with uh, Jeff from uh, World Class Bullshitters, and we were joking around about the uh, "What's in Monica's DM" segment that uh, I have. Oh claimed. no, you didn't tell him what I said. Did you? No, 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 no. Okay. No, I, I oh, just God. no. This that is scared me. No, we, we were just we were talking about uh, just how creepy these motherfuckers are, and how mm-hmm. I have to have a on every episode of the podcast and every video I do and every live stream that you do not answer or open <laughs> any of the DMs. I do. Yeah. yeah. Even when you were on vacation, I did not. I left those all for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank God the spam filter's on. <laughs> I, it just, I but don't... in real life, just walking down the street or Kroger. <laughs> It's Kroger. You have like the worst stories about Kroger. Like I know. I, and I love Kroger too. That's what makes me so mad. Oh really? God. Okay, kids so we should probably eat. get Yeah, kids gotta eat. We we should probably get into the show here sometime. I mean, I'm just you're in charge, so 
I do know that. But I think I was in the middle of the social media plug before we went about like 20 minutes off. But no. <laughs> were um, we? Oh, okay. We were, was, we were talking about your uh, the giveaway. We got through the giveaway portion. And, uh, and once that Facebook page – okay, so we need another 10 likes that Facebook page. And then Monica gives away her painting, canvas painting, beautiful. Yay. Painted piece of artwork. And then um, – <clears throat> My little way of saying thank you. I'm going to uh, create a Facebook group for the uh, for the podcast. So, you know what? Uh, is if there's not enough Facebook groups that uh, uh, in geek culture that I'm involved in, what's one more right. for uh, or for everybody that we're already in all these other groups together? So we might as well just keep the fandom menace growing and uh, add one more to it. So yeah, there'll be a uh, another ten likes. And there'll be a place to be reviews Facebook. Uh, it'll be a place to be reviews podcast Facebook group, so we'll do that. Um, but yeah, the, that'll be kind of coupled with the uh, the giveaway, just you know, uh, because I have no artistic talent whatsoever. I mean, I, I can write. <laughs> I mean, that's that's an art. That's, can, that's an art, that isn't is, it? That is. I was I was more talking like the the uh, like a, a drawing or that's not my that's not my forte. No, uh, the the written and spoken word. Uh, those are my uh, those are my favorite uh, utensils of uh, my artisans. I know I can always tell the days that you're editing because your like vocabulary is way more like you know severe. I pull than out the normal. I pull out the two dollar I pull out the two dollar words on those days. I'm yeah. feeling listen listen I'm feeling perspicacious today. All right, so. exactly. That's twice you said <laughs> that. <laughs> no, no, I used I used precipice earlier. Oh, just kidding. They started with a P. See. Close enough. You got to pay attention, girl. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so we got to, uh, I, you know, and speaking of Wednesday, I'm looking forward to, uh, are, are we going to try, we'll, we'll get together uh, tomorrow at some point if you're not too busy and try to come up with uh, how we'll do SJW bingo. Um, because Oh, yeah. Remind me of that. I need to do that tomorrow. So that's ready for Wednesday. Yep. I, I have this ready to go. Um, okay. So what I'm going to do is basically as you're, because I don't really want it to be in front of you so that you have, you, you can dictate yeah. the articles and stuff, you know, so yeah. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to be marking, marking that off. Yeah. And once we get a bingo, we're going to do watch party. Excellent. I love it. I love it. Yay. Yes, that is, that is where it's at. And that's why we are in the place to be. So. <laughs> take a sip of water for the working man here uh let's see here so door love and thunder director uh what should i call him toucan sam i don't know uh tiki barber trolls thor fans i'll let me do it in his voice (laughs) now i'm gonna start laughing because i can just see him saying too hey I'll ruin your myth house in a minute, baby. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I'll ruin your health house. I don't care. I'm fucking Tuka Wakuki. Think I'll give a fuck, bro? <laughs> oh my God. Marna, fuck. The picture, the picture behind him is like Kevin Feige. And uh, this one, and you know, I don't need clown hair. And, uh, all I need to do is put a nose on it. And see the picture of Kevin Feige is just priceless. Like, you act like I can see the picture. You didn't send me anything, so I'm about to. I had I had no outline or like articles or whatever to go with. So look at Feige. 
background with the <laughs> derp. He's got derp on there. It's wrong. Oh god, you're um, really- kind of roboting. I don't know if it's me. Or there you. we go. Where I have- yeah, you're just spotty. Where I have the phone setting to be. I send you that picture. So, Feige's just like, he looks like Chris Farley's younger brother. <laughs> That's who it is. And oh, yeah. Other- <laughs> I have another picture I'm going to send. One of our, it's a mutual friend. We and I just did not remind this. You're what? We Sorry, have- I can't hear you. <laughs> Is it me? You're choppy. I can hear you perfectly. Okay. So how about now? That's better. That's better. Okay. We have a mutual friend that looks like Jordan Peele. We do? Yes, we do. Do I know who it is? I'm going to do a picture. I mean, <laughs> you said mutual friend, but like, is it actually somebody I know? Or is it just somebody no. that is... Okay. Somebody, somebody nope. And it, it, it was like I was scrolling through Facebook because I just added them the other day and I was like, oh my oh, god. I'm like <laughs> highly anticipating this picture. Hurry up, yeah. phone. I, I, I haven't sent that one yet. but so we're Oh gonna my god, sp- come on. <laughs> okay, I'll send that one before we start this. I want to know who it is. Right, Let me see, I'm going to go through some shots here. Uh, let's see, this better not be porn. Let's see. That's poor. No, um, let's see here. It's, it was it was a couple of days ago I screenshotted this. Oh my lord. Okay. Well Where the hell is it? You're gonna oh, forget in twenty minutes, that's why. Right there. There it is. I just sent it and you tell me if that looks like a lighter skinned Jordan Peel. Alright. Oh so <laughs> I just sent it. So, Marvel's Thor Love and Thunder director Tiki Barber trolls Thor fans. Hi, I'll ruin your mythos in a minute, baby. Yeah, bro. That's some bee in the bucket there. My name's Cole. A dead friend me. Gonna be fucking out here. He's got nice for hands, yeah? This I don't... is bounding into comics.com and it's by John F. Trent. Did you get the picture? Yeah, I don't know them. I thought Do you... I? I... Uh, yeah, I don't uh, think they're my friend on Facebook. Okay, yeah, I just added them. So, I'm, but I've, I'm no, I've known them since right we're now. I've known them since we're like elementary school. I say googling. I'm Facebook searching. Okay. Um, I don't think I know. Him. All right. He does not look familiar, or his name doesn't sound familiar. So. But does he look like Jordan Peele? Yeah. <laughs> See? That I will Thank agree you. with. <laughs> I do, it was just like it scared the shit out of me. I, I, I want to ask. I want to ask him if anybody's ever told him that before. And I want to put a picture of him on my Facebook page with Jordan Peele, but I kind of don't. I'm going to share it in the world class bullshitters group. So, uh, I listeners mean, I'll out ask there, him. I don't care. List, listeners out there that are in the world class bullshitters group, you're going to get to see what I'm talking about because I'm going to post a meme of this um, in the group. Uh, if you're listening in the future uh, and you're not in the world class bullshitters group, well, I'm sorry you missed this stuff. Uh, 10-minute fucking inside joke. Um, Marvel store Love and Thunder director Tiki Barber took to Twitter to troll fans who don't like what they are seeing and hearing concerning the upcoming Thor film. 
Did they spell his last name wrong here? No, okay. Barber trolled a number of fans. I just, I'm calling him fucking Barber. This is funny. Um, (laughs) Wakaka trolled a number of fans who expressed their concern regarding the film. In one reply, he told the fan, I'll ruin your mythos in a minute, baby. Yeah. He didn't say, yeah. I just add that in because I just like an Austin Powers one. So Uh, let's see. Uh, This is, here's here's a tweet right here and I'll read this. It's, and this is where he responded with, I'll ruin your mythos in a minute, baby. It is due to your Marvel work that this mess is possible. Your writing ruined hashtag Thor, his mythos, and his character. So I do not want to see this film if we are truly getting a Jane Foster Thor. And that's when he responded with, I'll ruin your mythos in a minute, baby. And that got, got it. Four, okay, I'm that following got, now. That got 418 likes. So let's see. Uh, Kevin Rodriguez tweeted at, and this he, dude, you're kind of asking for this because you you uh, you tagged him in the tweet, and he said at Taika Watiti ruined Thor Ragnarok for me. Too much comedy. Let's hope he doesn't do the same same with Thor Love and Thunder. And then uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Taco Watiti said, "Sorry in advance, sucker." <laughs> Sorry in no. advance. In advance, sucker. <clears throat> Sorry in advance, sucker. Hey, take that, you fucking. Yeah, take that, you fucking bloke, eh? Huh? Punk. So let's see. Uh, Watati responded. Would respond to another fan who stated there isn't a single announcement regarding this movie that I've liked, and that's when uh, Wakaka wrote, "There, there. You'll get over it when you realize you don't know you want till I give it to you." Yeah. I can't even, I mean, no words. <laughs> it's, it's my, my picture, my expression of the day. <laughs> that is this, my face right now. <laughs> this is, this is like Ryan Johnson level trolling from, uh, uh, Taika Watiti. I am so depressed about this, said Jacob Weaver. There isn't a single announcement. Okay, so we just read that. No, I just, it was up in the text and I just read it through. Okay. There, there, you, there, there. You'll get over it when you realize you don't know what you want till I give it to you. Yeah, like the password to the Wi-Fi. Wow. <laughs> well, Titi also tried to correct a fan who described Jane Foster, the Jane Foster version of Thor, as female Thor. Well, that's who she is, isn't it? And this is this is a woman <laughs> named Eva Victor. And she said, completely normal and makes sense that when Thor is a man, he is Thor. And when Thor is a woman, she is female Thor. And then Watiti responded, correction, she's called the mighty Thor, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, it just doesn't even, this is not a real, this is all made up. I don't believe that you're reading it off of any article. This is, this is off bounding in the comics and this is tweets I'm reading in that. His response to her got 35,000 likes and 7,407 uh, 7, comments. Uh, interesting enough, The Mighty Thor is the title Thor went by in Jack Kirby, Stanley, and Larry Lieber's creation for Marvel Comics. The title can be seen on the cover of Journey into Mystery, number 104, back in 1964 which they show a 
cover of that the copy of that cover in fact journey into mystery would be retitled the mighty thor beginning with issue 126 and on that issue thor is fighting hercules let's see hercules has like looks like a golden pimp cup and thor has mule near <laughs> i hate that word i've tried so hard to say it and i just cannot mule near oh, the hammer the hammer mjolnir. it's mule near yeah, it, my mouth does not do it. No. Mjolnir, Mjolnir. <laughs> I'm a cunning linguist. All right. And if you want to go back even further in Thor's first appearance in Journey into Mystery, number 83, Thor is introduced as the mighty Thor right on the cover. And yes, he is. It says, this is uh, Journey into Mystery, number 126, introducing the mighty Thor, the most exciting superhero of all time. And he's got a bunch of rock men behind him. Well, that's a little bit of foreshadowing there. Yeah, Korg's around there. Yeah, he's around there. You knew one day he'll meet a rock man named Korg. Everybody they meet, they'll hang out, drink beer, they'll get fat, depressed. Yeah, if they cut some purple guy's head off, he's got a nutsack for a chin, but I totally forgot about that ar- that um, article that I read too with his fat suit. That yeah. I told you that I found. I forgot all about that. Till just now. Yeah. Anyways, continue on. It's Squirrel. not until. Sorry. Oh, God, here it is. It's not until Jason Aaron and Russell Dowderman's Thor number eight, published in May of 2015, that Jane Foster takes the title of the Mighty Thor. Uh, Yay. Then we get down to Love and Thunder. And here's the, they have the picture of him kneeling, taking the knee, handing hand in 110-pound Natalie Portman Mjolnir, Kevin Feige's in the background playing pocket pool, looking at it. And Austin Powers is playing. <laughs> what is the name of that actual song? I don't know. I just know that it's Austin Powers. Which one? The one that goes, did it, did it, did it, Oh, I remember. It's the perfect theme music. They should have played that when Wakaka walked out on stage. The Austin Powers. That would have been perfect. I don't know how to edit that, but either, we need, either we need that, that. Either that, or I'm going to edit a picture of him as, as Kramer in Seinfeld with the way his hair is. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's He looks like Cosmo. Okay, so let's see. Thor Love and Thunder will see Natalie Portman return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Jane Foster after a brief cameo in Avengers Endgame. As revealed at San Diego Comic-Con, Portman's Jane Foster will take up Mjolnir become the mighty thor bitch no you won't you're not the mighty anything i'm sorry i i, I can't i can't buy it i can't i'm not whatever whatever the sound i'm not buying it and it's not because it's female thor it's because natalie portman is fucking five foot two and a hundred and fucking ten pounds you're replacing motherfucking chris hemsworth the dude is like uh you know the funny thing is He's only like his like when he was like jacked out. He was only like two twenty five. Yeah, I was like, that's all. But he was cut, so he looked bigger than he was. So, but I was like, damn, I was like almost two forty five. What like small ass motherfucker? But um, I wouldn't say that he's small at two twenty five. No, I mean, no. I, I'm just clowning because it, it, we have different uh, definitions well, of that word. <laughs> I mean, you're you know. You, you're five foot tall and you're, I, I don't know what you're tipping the scales at with the, what, the, what your fighting weight is right now, but, uh, 
122 today. Okay, so that's that's kind of like your target range. You're 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 almost there. No, it's not anywhere close. Well, you're we're, it's we're back five pounds. I was closer last week, but oh, you, okay, so you so. dropped back. So, mm-hmm. but you're still in the ballpark, so you're all right. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Sad. Um, it is. I trust me. I know. Not only will Portman return as Jane Foster to become the Mighty Thor, but Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige also confirmed that the film will confirm. He confirmed that the film will confirm that Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie will confirm that she is an LGBTQXYZ plus ampersand pound sign character. <sighs> Ridiculous. But there was no comment from Thompson's forehead whether the forehead will come <laughs> out as well. Feige stated, first of all, as king, as new king of Asgard, she needs to find her queen. So that will be the first order of business. She has some ideas. I'll keep you posted. Thor Love and Thunder is expected to hit theaters on November 5th, 2021. Kevin Feige, you're a cuck. <laughs> I'm so done with that fucking asshole. God. Oh, well, um, okay. Uh, hey, Terrain. Sorry. It's so loud. I don't, that's why I don't sit here. Um, to add to this, so this this article that I found is, um, I don't even know where I'm at. I'll send it to you. But um, yeah. so it's from the, the screenwriters of Endgame who apparently they were saying something that they had to have it like cut down to 148 pages period like no wiggle room whatsoever Mm. so stuff kind of got left out whatever but so the reason for the fat suit was uh this is christopher marcus who is one of the screenwriters um saying that do what was it marcus and neely or something like that uh, his name is, where did it go? Uh, yeah, McFeely. McFeely. Yep, Stephen <laughs> McFeely, as for Marcus. That's hilarious. Okay, yeah. So they're saying that the reason for the fat suit was they wanted uh, symmetry for the course of the MCU for the original six Avengers. So his quote is, he says, smiling, Steve misses a dance and gets a dance. Tony saves his own life, then gives it up. Thor has a very memorable shirtless scene in Thor 1, and we wanted to give him another memorable shirtless scene in this one to sort of round out the arc. So that's how the fat suit came about. Like, this is what this entire article is about, and I thought it was hilarious. So just to add to Thor, Love and Thunder. They made him fat because he was buff and had a shirt off in the first Thor. Makes yeah. sense. That, that, seems, that seems like sound logic. I mean... If they needed a fat body double, they could have just used me right now. I mean, shit. Um, but no, I mean, that's You just... don't have any hair. Well, really? Like, they couldn't put a fucking wig on me. I mean, they, <laughs> they, dyed, they dyed poor Chris Hemsworth eyebrows in the first goddamn movie. Nobody cared that much, though. No. No. I mean, the dudes, he, I mean, he's, he's pretty well... He's pretty well stud. I mean, I, I'm man enough to admit that, hell yeah, I mean, that guy's a fucking, he's a good looking dude. Plus, he's got that Aussie accent, too. So, I mean, like. See, I'm look- like the most opposite female ever. I don't find him that attractive. And I really? can't stand the way he talks. It bothers me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. 
You're like slapping I mean, I'm not – like there's obviously way worse out there, but, yeah, he's not my go-to. Yeah, I'm so. not – I won't I won't start picking on accents. <laughs> that's 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 a path I don't want to go down right now. Oh, um, good. It's okay. <laughs> Times please. have changed, my friend. Yeah. Let's see here. So uh, I keep looking back at the Facebook page going, who the fuck unsubscribed? Um, <laughs> but that's the end of this article. <laughs> and and bounding, bounding into comics is uh, is pr- a pretty well good. I like, you know, they're they're kind of one of the good the the good guys. They're not, uh, you know, they're pretty. They're, they seem pretty all right. Um, I don't know. Uh, better than like bleeding cool. You know, that's. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't even know why they get to post stuff, but whatever. It's like if you want to go to like Bleeding Cool, is it, like I said, I made this joke the other night. It's like uh, going on LimeWire back in the day to download a Snoop Dogg song. Is it really worth giving your computer fucking AIDS? Like you just bypass, you just bypass the <laughs> HIV. Your computer just gets fucking like full blown AIDS right off the bat. Like just fucking dies within like a week. Like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. Oh, I just. I will never that. forget the freaking. Our like first desktop, <laughs> I killed that thing, and I had to act like I didn't know what was wrong with it. Oh, like, well, I, I, you know that well, site that you told me not to go on to download music? Yeah, that's what happened. Were you? <laughs> was it? Was it Napster? Uh, yeah, I think so. It, I was gonna say it was probably Napster back then. I mean, it's no. dial-up internet, so. Oh yeah, that that fifty-six k dial-up. You get yeah, that that noise. You know how strict my parents were? They would let us have 15 minutes, like to the point where we would wait for it to connect. We had to set the timer on the oven for 15 minutes and we could be online for 15 minutes. And then when the timer went off, it was like the next kid's turn. And then that was it. Like, that's all we got for a day. <laughs> and Do you know you, how uh... slow dial up is? Like, oh, you yeah. know how long it took to load shit? It was so three, bad. Three quarters of your time just on connection speed alone. Yeah, and you couldn't hide it because, like, I used to try to like sneak on there, and then the dial-up would kick in, and I'm like, "Damn oh, it, yeah. just sold me out." <laughs> there's, there's no way of silencing that. No. So yeah, stories of my childhood there. <laughs> that so. reminds me of that from South Park. Do you, uh, did you ever watch South Park? No. Do you think I was allowed to watch South Park? No, I did not. Well, I didn't know if you watch it now because there's a. Uh, there's an episode. It's an older episode called uh, "Overlogging," and uh, I can't remember what season it's from, but it's uh, it's essentially a, uh, a a spoof of the Grapes of Wrath. Are you familiar with the Grapes of Wrath? No. About the depression when everybody like headed west to try to find work, and you know they were living in the uh, like the the migrant camps, not migrant camp, but basically because they were migrating across the country. Um, and there would be like camps they could stay at, you know, uh, while they were going west and, you know, trying to strike it rich in California. Um, but there's a South Park. But the uh, the um, thing they were run, everybody's running out of was the Internet. So they were in one of these camps and they had to ration out Internet time. And it came to where like Randy, who's the dad, uh, Randy Marsh, he wanted to watch porn. And the guy he's telling the guy, he's like, I haven't jerked off in a week. So 
the guy's like, well, I got something that'll fix you up because you only got like a certain amount of time on the community computer. And Randy's like, I can't do this here. And the guy's like, yeah, you can't jerk off in here, dude. So he takes him to this tent and they have a fucking cardboard box and it's set up like a computer. And they have like where the monitor would be. It's like, you remember used to, if you ever had like a big box as a kid and you played quote unquote television and you would like, sit inside there while like your brother or sister watch you like act something out whatever whatever you're playing or like you put your toys inside there whatever it's like a tv yada yada you're playing pretend well that's what they right. did with the porn they, they, he oh, would, boy. they had like a makeshift keyboard and you would just say what you wanted to see and the guy would like draw a rough sketch of it and hold it up <laughs> and, and randy got to where he was trying to fap to this and he's doing like rapid fires like brazilian fart fetish porn and like all this like just crazy shit it was so oh, fucking Lord. funny. It just, it just the only part of that reminded me was when you said like how your mom timed it at fifteen minutes because I think they got like five yeah. or ten minutes on the computer. You know she did though. You know my mom was crazy, but um, oh. yeah, I did oh, not. Yeah. I did not use my fifteen minutes for porn. Sorry. No. No. It was. What if, if we used the messenger? Was it MSN messenger? That was like our big thing. I, this is I'm I'm gonna uh, this is funny. I found there was this fucking chat. It was like all the because he had all the chat sites back then, like like just like regular chat. It was like called cool. It was like coolchat.com. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I actually picked up women off that. <laughs> You're talking nineteen times were times were yeah. I was gonna say it was different back then. Yeah. Huh. And one of them lived like right by one of my buddies who lived in Port Huron at the time. And we ran into her after I had like kind of like ghosted her, uh, as the kids say now. And uh, I ran into her at the uh, at the border when we were crossing into Canada and then at two different clubs in uh, in Sarnia in the same fucking night. <laughs> and then she tried to she, she like met some guy and tried to have some guy fight me. <laughs> oh, my word. It was so funny. And one of the guys in the I met in the world-class bullshitters group is from Sarnia, uh, Ontario. So we got to talking when I found out he was from Sarnia. I was asking him because I went there literally. I would drive from – well, fuck it. I would drive from Holton Lake to uh, Port Huron almost like every Friday night. Yeah. During the summer, I was like 19. Um because uh, I turned uh, 19 in April, like on the 19th, that's my birthday. And uh, my buddy was like 10 days after me on the 29th. So I waited to go uh, to Canada, obviously for him, because he lived right there. So we would, uh, I drove down to his house, we met up and uh, yeah, then we made it a regular Friday night thing. I would get out of work at like, I had it timed out, like Port Huron is like three and a half hours from here. I yes, would, that's I, where all of my family lives. That's where I my would, parents grew up. So. I would hammer that drive out in two and a half. Yeah, I know all about the trips across the border. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we. But uh, uh, what's crazy now is that it's you have to have a passport and everything. I'm like, oh shit! Y- yep. It wasn't like that back then. It's a, what is it? It's a passport or an enhanced driver's enhanced. license. So. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Sip of water for the working man. Oh, yeah. I know. So we talk about nothing because these articles suck. But anyway. All right. So 
but our cutaways are some of the most fun we have. So, really, I don't mind them. Everybody else does. <laughs> I know, I know. They get uh, like that's what like they they get when I first started the fan cast. They started giving shit about that right away. That's I said in the one group they called my my second profile. They had me. Uh, <laughs> they had my cutaway yeah. rebooted. <laughs> Yeah, cutaway rebooted, and before it was he who speaks in cutaways. Yeah, what's funny <laughs> this, is that I don't know when people like change the names. I just see the names come across my phone. I'm like, who is this? So it's funny when I get home and can actually read the messages. Like, that makes it mm. that much better. It's funny. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we are going to get to this first of two Black Widow articles tonight. Inverse.com. So right there, you know, it's qual. <laughs> I can't even say that with straight face. Uh, Inverse.com. Good effort. Yeah, I almost made it through it. Black Widow writer Jack Schaefer isn't afraid to make fanboys mad. Are you mad, bro? I'm not really mad. I'm not. I expected this. And then in quotes... I'm not interested in the loud, sour grapes voices. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's going to be one of those. And this is by Emily Rome. I'm sure she's a lovely young woman who doesn't have a cartoon avatar on her Twitter handle with a bunch of emojis in her pronouns listed. Not that I've um, looked. <laughs> well, you said you were busy today. I, I didn't have time to look at it. it weird sjw uh authors twitter handles today i just didn't have time for it all right so let's go back here in may 2010 the release of the of charming offbeat sci-fi rom-com timer i've never heard of this movie fulfilled jack schaefer's dreams of becoming a feature film director little did schaefer know then that movie that topped the u.s box office that same weekend iron man 2 Featuring the big screen debut of a character whose solo movie she would be writing eight years later for a franchise that would be making waves in pop culture landscape like nothing before it. Keep that line right there, that that <laughs> line of making waves in the pop culture landscape like nothing before it. A franchise that would be making waves in the pop culture landscape like nothing before it. Speaking, of course, of the MCU, Schaefer has a bold vision for a superhero for superhero movies of the coming decade are you ready for this more sympathetic <laughs> villains less glamorization of weaponry and stronger representation of marginalized voices damn it i don't have my bingo card ready <laughs> that was a good one you should have saved this article <laughs> oh my god this, this is like I, I i wouldn't be able to play if i found this article though because having read it you know what i mean oh wow like that isn't that sentence like just chocked full of shit this whole thing is so far okay and we're like so- what a paragraph in maybe this is literally yes this is the third paragraph so Let's let's roll back to that end of that second paragraph. That line I told you to remember. A franchise. Was I supposed to write it down? I didn't write it down. No, 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 no. You don't have to write it down. But we're just say we're going to do a callback. 
for a franchise that would be making waves in the pop culture landscape like nothing before. And of course, speaking of the 11 previous years of the MCU, now it's come full circle. She is writing a movie, the Black Widow movie, for the MCU. And this is what she chooses to focus on now, saying that the MCU made waves in pop culture like nothing before. Of course, it was built on Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Hulk originally. And Nick Fury, obviously, to to you know uh, a certain extent because he's such a major player. But those, I mean, but we'll just focus on the the core six Avengers at this point. Um, I'm sorry, uh, all of them are what you despise. Apparently, uh, even you know uh, Scarlett Johansson is uh, is white. You know, and and this woman is automatically goes right to the sympathetic villains, which that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I don't mind just a a crazy villain who wants to end the world for the sake of ending the world. You know what I mean? Right. The and just gratuitous violence because I've just come to expect it. It's, it's part of superhero movies. It's it's a big part of comics. You know. Um, uh, so. Let's now, she's talking about, you know, what she sees, her vision for superhero movies of the coming decade after you you take away and, and replace these tent poles with these, you know, D-tier characters that nobody gives a shit about and that don't sell books past the first issue because it's, a, you know, it's a premiere, uh, you know. I do know. Ugh. So shame for horrible. Ugh. Less glamorization of weaponry. Jesus, Iron Man's entire fucking character is built on weaponry. His entire backstory is. That's why yeah. he's. That's yeah. why he's good. Iron Man. That's a good plan. Let's... Yeah. You know, glamour, glamorization of weaponry. Uh, let's see. The Wakandans have, you know, the most advanced weapons and technology. Um, you know, the Winter Soldier, Bucky, he's always got badass uh, sidearms and, and weapons. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, the same thing. You know, she is a weapon, um, and she uses anything and everything, both uh, weapons and environment, to her advantage. Um, Hawkeye in his bow, you know, uh, the Hulk just smashes things. Well, not so much now that he's, you know, uh, cuck Hulk. Um, yeah. The, the soy Hulk, as is, is, is it is, he's like the almond milk uh, Hulk. <laughs> um, and I hear that Mark Ruffalo actually signed a contract extension, so that's uh, that's fun, right? I mean, depends on maybe. We'll see. We're still not getting a solo Hulk movie, though, because Universal still owns the rights to the Hulk. So, Well, shit, I wouldn't sell him in this world either. Like, no. Disney does not need to own everything outright. You know, I saw, and I, we'll, we'll talk about this later. I don't want to get too far off topic here with this, but uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, we still have another day. We can do this. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Uh, let's see, and stronger representation of marginalized voices. You know, and, and here's the thing with that. Have I ever complained when they're like, this character's black or this character? No, I, I don't, unless it doesn't make sense, you know, to, to race swap a character. Um, like in, in the case of, I would say, 
uh, James Bond, but they're not going James Bond. They're going with the new 007 as a black female. Whatever. I don't really, like I said, I don't really have a huge stake in the James Bond franchise. I just think it's funny. It's Lashana Lynch. Um, and that they, they had, they thought they had to take the, the franchise in a, in a quote unquote hashtag me too direction or a direction for the me too era. That's just ridiculous. But, and that's, it's kind of to the same extent that what, what she's saying here, but uh, let's see. Let's let's go on to comic book movie fans who prefer ultra violent shootouts, one hundred percent evil villains, and casts that look like they did a decade or two ago. Schaefer says, "I'm not interested in adhering to comic canon that is discriminatory in any way or that violates my value system." Good. Like. <laughs> I mean, you just can't win as a white person in this world. Well, here's the thing on this. It's not even that. It's just the fact that you won't do anything that violates my value system. Now, far be it from me to try to be anyone's moral barometer or compass because, no. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm a good guy, but... I just I don't I don't want to do that to any, and I wouldn't want to impress my values on anyone. I think when you're you obviously like some of your values are going to seep into your work, but the key is to make work that has mass appeal and that is entertaining and not necessarily overly preachy. And that's the problem with these SJWs and this woman is exactly that. She is an SJW. Yeah. And this I'm not adhering to comic canon that is discriminatory in any way that violates my value system has there and you've 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 obviously read way way more comics than i have has there ever been a openly discriminatory marvel comic and this is coming from a female poc perspective have have you ever i want to know because i that this this you know this pk is my interest so are there are there comics what is your p words today i don't know Um. Well, no, but we've decided we've like deciphered. I'm not a normal female. No, brain. you're not. But um, no, like and that's why I almost take the well. I do take these movies offensive at this point because it's not the story that was wrote in comics. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it that's fine. If you want to make this movie, that's great. Go ahead and do that. That's your prerogative. But don't sit here and call it Black Widow because that's not Black Widow. That's not her character. That's not who she is. And same with, you know, Thor. And, like, that's not... That's what I get frustrated about. Just make your own damn movie. It kills me. Going back for a second. The kind of... You know, Natalia character. She's the kid assassin. She's bad. She's a human. She's out there. Jesus Christ. I mean, right. I mean, so to try that she is not this, you know, you know, complete badass, and you know she's going to be out kicking ass is kind of to me, and this whole we need to change these. And this and that is 
absolutely hilarious because one of the biggest like proponents and advocates of civil rights uh, there mm-hmm. was at that time in the entertainment industry. I, I mean, you know, the the X Men were all about the civil rights movement. You know, um, and one of the things that I have said, I don't know if you've ever like, like I was reading an uh, one of the books that was wrote about him, like listening to him speak about his wife and speak to her like you know there is no way that he is ever gonna let he's he's not one of those people that lets you know like harms women like it's just not i don't know i'm like they're just not portraying his his stuff the way it should be yeah that and then all that bullshit came out about him you know being was it like physically assaulting nurses or something like that mm-hmm uh, I, I don't. Uh, whatever. Yeah. They can they can let the man rest. Just let the man rest. Let's yeah. see. So we'll go back to this. To comic book movie fans who prefer ultraviolet shootouts, one hundred percent evil villains and cast look like they did a decade or two ago. Shanfer says, "I'm not interested in hearing to comic canon that is discriminatory in any way that violates my value system." So there, she's going to impress her values on us. The, well, I mean, the comic book, the people, the people, the people that will watch this movie. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I, I, this was the one I was really like, kind of like. I know. At. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a, tr- a trend. The ones that you seem to be pretty excited about seem to be the ones that are ending up the worst. So. I know. And, just and gonna throw that out there. WandaVision is shaping up to kind of be a hot mess. Yeah. They are going to have a grown up. What is it? Uh, was it Monica Rambeau? The, I know, uh, like, they're gonna have her in it. I know, but you know what? I think it would be nice if they made her, they made her Captain Marvel and got rid of somebody else. I mean, fine, but hey, hey, you know what? If they want, if they want diversity, then why do they have that white bread Brie Larson playing Captain Marvel taking a job from a female POC? Well. I can tell you my uh, thoughts on that, but I'm not exactly sure the answer you're looking for. What? You're cutting out. I have the train going by right now, so it could be me. We are back. We were experiencing some technical difficulties. Like I said, we're right in the middle of a storm here uh, where I am. And uh, you had the train going by, did you not? <laughs> I did. It was not good timing. <laughs> Literally, uh, pardon the expression, but the perfect storm of events to uh, a- a- end one segment of the show and start the next. And uh, let's get on to uh, plugging the social media here real quick. And uh, Facebook, you can find us at the place to be reviews on Facebook.com. We are at the place to be re1 on twitter you can find the place to be reviews on instagram you can email us the place to be reviews at mail.com the world's best mail now back to this article about the black widow movie and uh let's see it goes on um to say even if it 
Even if her stance makes Black Widow a target for sabotage on sites like Rotten Tomato, a la the response to Cat Pan, meh, don't expect Schaefer to budge from her passion for positive change, even by an inch. So stunning and brave. So stunning and brave. Oh, so this is, you know what this movie's going to turn into right there with that, with that sentence, you know what it's going to turn yeah. into. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have any hopes for it after how uh, yeah. things have played out here. So, yeah, see, I did, unfortunately, and, uh, ugh, I'm so, aware. <laughs> I know. When people react with hate, it saddens me. I think it's a shame, she says, but that's not where I want to put my energy. I'm not interested in the loud, sour grapes voices. I just know she wanted to say, you fucking neckbeard, incel, man, baby, misogynist, racist, Trump voters. That's exactly what she wanted to say. That is exactly what she wanted to say because that's exactly what Chuck Wendig said that got him fired from Marvel, but no. The MCU, they just hire people like this. And this is this is where this whole SJW bullshit comes from, is people like this. God damn them. God damn them. Ugh. And it's like they just they and, and apparently Disney is just cool with this. Like I said, because Ryan Johnson has been doing this uh since the last Jedi came out. And now, you know, like I said, uh Marvel, uh Kevin Feige's letting Taika Watiti, you know, troll the fans just because they said they're not interested in the movie. Um so, you know, I'm going to get you're, – you're going to really enjoy our guest Wednesday, Alex, because Alex uh, and I disagree on Thor Ragnarok. He hated it, and he hates comic – you know, comical Thor. But, see, Alex is a, is a comic book reader too. Uh, so he's, he's, more, he's more into that. So, like, you know, kind of like you are with uh, the Cap so, um, and Spider-Man, obviously. I uh, can't leave that one out. So he does he not – he hated – uh, Ragnarok and we always politely disagree on it you know and that's what I love about uh, guys in the Phantom Menace people like Alex are we can have discussions about what we liked and what we disliked about the movie and why and it's all civil and he is confirmed now he is uh, currently right now getting set up on Anchor our, uh, our parent uh, site here to record with us on Wednesday night so um, in case the live stream doesn't work out we have it set up to uh, record on Anchor, so we'll uh, we'll do that too. So we've got uh, we've got you covered. I think I think we've got you covered. <laughs> so let's let's get back. I have to I have to pause to talk about little happy things because this article is just so. Uh, happy let's little see. trees. Happy little trees, and we're gonna paint a happy little bush right there, and we're gonna paint another one right next to him. You know why? Because everybody needs a friend, a friend. And then one single tear just rolled down my cheek as, as Bob Ross said that. All right. Uh, Marvel Studios hired Schaefer to write the script for Black Widow, the long-awaited film about Natasha Romanoff, Scarlett Johansson, the USSR-born super spy dreamed up by the late Stanley in the 1960s. The film is set for May 1st, 2020 release. Schaefer's work for Marvel also includes contributing to 2019's Cat Pan Meh and show running Disney Plus series WandaVision. Oh, God, that's why. God. <laughs> Scheduled for a, tring, a spring 2021 release. Son of a bitch. The only thing, like, that 
makes me a little more comfortable with this movie is they've at least started working on it. Yes. Like they've had, you know what I mean? She's been out in, in the quote-unquote field, like, you know, yep. running test scenes and stuff. So that makes me feel a little better. Yeah. Um, that's about where it ends, right there, so. Yeah, that's that's about it, too. Let's see. It goes on to say, I wasn't a huge superhero movie fan before starting work to work at Marvel. But now that I'm doing it, there's just so much opportunity to make big positive statements, Schaefer says, especially something like Cat Pan Met and Black Widow. To have these female-centered stories, I just can't not be involved in that. Black Widow got its official unveiling. What's that? I said, and there lies the problem. Uh... Black Widow got its official unveiling this month in front of a crowd of nearly 5,000 exuberant fans in San Diego Comic-Con's legendary Hall H at the San Diego Convention Center. Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige announced the movie as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Phase 4. Finally able to speak somewhat openly about Black Widow, Schaefer shared her surreal Hall H experience what it was like scripting Natasha Romanoff's solo story a few days after Comic-Con. She'd previously made time in her jam-packed schedule to speak with Inverse earlier this month. She fit in the interview during her commute, taking that phone call while on the Ventura Freeway north of Los Angeles. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Do you really want me to read this entire interview with her? No. I really am, like, annoyed at the fact that you, I mean, I'm a working person, so that pisses me off that that's the the words that you chose to just write in your article. Uh, Let's see. So, uh, God, yeah, we're not going to do that. Suffice to say, let's see. uh, We'll just skip down to here where it says, we're going to skip right through her part of the interview. because I we just can, frankly, we can recap and uh, touch base on that Wednesday. Yep, we'll, we'll go through that on Wednesday. Um, but it says now part of the Marvel machine, and having recently released Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson comedy, The Hustle. Oh, oh, you want to you want to use The Hustle as a as a crowning achievement? Um, okay, well, you know what? Let's let's do this real quick. Let's jump on. Well, okay. I feel like not that I'm defending her, but I feel like at least that one is. Uh, household name like people recognize that movie not as a good movie but they recognize it uh yeah because we're gonna we're gonna go to everybody's favorite shill aggregator site rotten tomatoes and we'll look and see what the hustle is currently at it's not good i'm too starving let's see did not eat enough for dinner Rotten Tomatoes, copyright Fandango. The Hustle, The Hustler, The Hustle. Here it is right here. Rebel Wilson and Anne Hath No Brain. Let's see. Oh, it's a, a critics. The critics score this show. What is it? <laughs> Uh, 
didn't she uh, wasn't wasn't that what i just said she was Wait, she was you just you just cut out for like 30 seconds i have no idea what just happened it was just dead air i, I was waiting on the score <laughs> oh it was uh, four, a four, okay can you hear me i can hear you yeah okay it was a 14 percent um critic score and a 48 percent audience score on the hustle it's not very good yeah, and that was a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, a movie with Steve Martin and Michael Caine. And you're going to try to gender swap that with Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson? Get the fuck out of here. She, she had three other screenwriters uh, she worked alongside on um, the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels remake, The Hustle. Her career doesn't look much like the author's path she initially envisioned while reading issues of Entertainment Weekly as a teen. One might think these current projects afford... Okay, I can't. I'm done. This is... Thank God. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, we'll go... There's another no, There's another article. This this one was released. Uh, let's skip through this bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. On July 31st, okay? Now, let's go back here. And let's find this next article that talked about, let's see. Now, this one is, let's see, that was released July 31st. Please tell me I was right on the dates on this one. Uh, wait, wait, where the hell do we go? No, nope, this, this is the wrong article because this was released in February. Because they were talking about Black Widow rewrites. So... Exclusive Marvel Scarlett Johansson tapped Ned Benson to rewrite the Black Widow movie. Now, was weren't we just talking about uh, Jack Schaefer? She producing the script and wrote the previous draft. Now, since they're touting her as being the the screenwriter of this, this was rewritten in February of this of this year. What? Oh my God! Okay, good. So, so, okay, so listen, this, this article from Collider.com, this was published on February 15th of 2019, which was actually right around the time that this show actually started, and by Jeff Snyder. Marvel has hired Ned Benson, the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, to, I have, I've never seen that, to rewrite the script for Black Widow, the Black Widow standalone movie that will star Scarlett Johansson. Collider has exclusively learned Marvel had no comment. Australian filmmaker Kate Shortland lore is directing the action movie which like all mcu movies will be produced by kevin feige jack schaefer the hustle i love how they credit her with that steaming pile of shit wrote the previous draft of the script marvel made it a priority to hire a female director for black widow meeting with more than 70 candidates before settling on shortland though the studio did at one point consider male filmmakers the point is marvel ultimately just wants the best person for the job regardless of gender and was won over by Shortland's vision for Johansson's solo mission. That is the biggest line of shit I've ever heard in my life. Yes, it is. Having said that, I hear there was a fairly specific reason that Marvel looked at Benson for the new draft of Black Widow. Sources say that Marvel executives were impressed with Benson's work on the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, which began life as a blacklist script titled him before producer star Jessica Chastain pushed Benson to write a second script titled her from Eleanor's perspective. One they worked on together while the actress filmed the tree of life. 
<laughs> critics were also impressed as her has the highest Metacritic rating of the three Eleanor Rigby films, him, her, and them. I have no fucking idea what any of those are. Nope. There may be another reason Marvel and Johansson hired Benson, one that has yet to be reported until now. Last summer, I had heard that Benson had been hired to adapt a seven-part Dallas Morning News article, My Aryan Princess, for Amy Pascal's Pascal Pictures. Where's the connection, you might ask? Well, I heard that Princess... I, I'd heard that Princess, about a woman who risked her life to bring down the Aryan Brotherhood in Texas, was being developed as a starring vehicle for none other than Scarlett Johansson. Now, I was never able to confirm this information, so forgive the leap I'm about to take here, but it's entirely possible that Johansson has seen Benson's work on, the pro on that project, liked it, and took the initiative to bring him onto the Black Widow. Again, I'm not saying that Johansson is even attached officially attached to the princess project just that she was rumored to be pascal's first choice for what it what is and trust me when i say this since i've read the full article an incredible role i'm just saying johansson clearly has a lot of sway when it comes to black widow as it was she who pushed marvel tire shortland in the first place so this jack schaefer wrote the script Marvel wasn't happy, and they had it rewrote back in February, which we're talking six months ago now. Right. But this article from Inverse is just touting this uh, woman's achievement on writing this script for this movie. Like, she's going to have this huge impact on society with this movie. Yeah, this this just came out January third or July thirty first January July thirty first twenty nineteen on Inverse. So, well, I guess she's already been shot down. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, that that was just kind of funny that an article from six months ago contradicted one that came out a couple days ago. Right. This is this is the wokeness, friends. Oh, it's it's Marvel Phase <laughs> Four. The woke, you know, the Infinity Saga. This is the Wokening Saga. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. It is, you know, to see something that is so amazing and so well constructed go down the drain. Yeah, like shot to the heart. I mean, for for a non-existent audience that doesn't spend money, right? You're willing to forsake a built-in group of paying customers who are more than happy to spend money on movies and merchandise and you know media and things like that but nope you got to go after and get your woke points which aren't redeemable for any cash i mean it's just uh, you might as well be getting shroot bucks i mean it's just it doesn't make sense this does not make sense at all to me and if a glove does not fit you full of shit <laughs> well then <laughs> Not sure that uh, fits everybody. <laughs> no. No, I got big hands. Um, and you know what they say about guys with big hands. We wear big gloves. So I got some pretty big gloves. But <laughs> so weird. Um, Trey, would, uh, Trey was helping me with a firewood the other day. He was wearing a pair of my gloves. It looked hilarious. That little shit can lift some firewood, though, I'll tell you that. So 
I'm sure it looks like me trying to wear gloves because they don't make them for little people. No. And by little people, I mean normal people with small hands that you don't believe I have little midget hands, but whatever. Yes, yes, she's she's not talking about actual like circus midgets. (laughs) No, I'm just talking about myself. It's fine. Doesn't matter. Anyways. That's horrible. It's time for a clown meme. No, no, it is not. I swear to God, when I saw you post that one, I was like, damn it, not on the show page. We ain't doing this. Did I post one on there? You did. When? Did you? Maybe you just. No, it wasn't today. It was like. Uh, it was before. It was. A, it, was a, it was last week. Because I was. It was gone. a photo comment. It was a photo comment meme, wasn't it? I think I'm that's what it sure. was. And then I was like, not on this page, and you had some smart ass remark, and I was like, no, bro, no, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> no, not working. Stop. <laughs> and I oh, said, honk honk. Um, <laughs> so I said, honk honk. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid, dumbass clowns. Uh, that's what I'm gonna start the show with tomorrow. Instead of the uh, instead of Little Wayne, I'm gonna start it with um, it's gonna be the uh, the Clown World video. Just so you can hear the and clown then you'll just hear me it. disconnecting, like <laughs> yep. left the show. <laughs> Hanukkah has left the stream. Well, this was this this escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand. <laughs> oh. oh God! So Star Wars is is looking like a hot fucking mess too because now. It looks like they're going to include time travel in it, and there's some information floating around out there. I don't know if it's just a theory right now that they're going to include one of the characters from the Star Wars Rebel cartoons in the movie, and it'd kind of go along with the time travel thing. And I think it's just J.J. Abrams really shit in the bed here again. Um, I have no idea what any of that means, but okay. I agree with uh... – it being a pile of shit. I mean, because everything J.J. Abrams touches just turns to shit. I mean, it's yet he keeps finding work like everywhere. It's it, I don't he like ruins Star Trek. He ruins Star Wars. Maybe he now like applies and like goes into the shit like the interviews and stuff under a different name. Like, you know, the the undercover boss, maybe that's him. And then when he gets it, he's like, oh, I signed a contract. Like, surprise, bitches. <laughs> Well, well here, here's the thing. He goes in as J.J. Abrams, but when it comes time for him to start making creative decisions, he becomes Jar Jar Abrams. <laughs> and he has his empty fucking mystery box with nothing in it but bullshit and garbage and stuff nobody wants. And it's just it's a big Patricia. Empty... <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> He might as he might as well. I wouldn't say he might as well have his dick in a box, but then he could just shove his nose in it. So I mean, it's just. I don't oh know. no! Wow. Okay, we went there. He looks like the judge from uh, Nothing But Trouble. I'll send you that meme. I made it a while ago. Remind me to send you that, um, because he he looks like Dan Aykroyd's character in that. Um, yeah, because he literally has a penis for a nose, but. So we were talking Star Wars here before I got sidetracked, ripping on Jar Jar Abrams and his stupid ass. But And this is another thing that having Alex on Wednesday, he'll be able to attest to because um, Jar Jar Abrams fucked up Star Trek. And Alex is a huge Star Trek fan, and he will be able to describe in detail exactly what sins and transgressions he's committed against that IP. So... 
yeah, um, Star Wars and Marvel connection here. Daisy Ridley, who's playing Ray in Star Wars. Now, I've said it before. I don't mind Daisy Ridley. I, I, I quite fancy Daisy Ridley actually. Uh, outside of her role as Ray, yeah, um, that's what I'm, makes me nervous. <laughs> and and I'm not saying as as an actress. I'm just saying as a person. She seems like a good person with a level head on her shoulders, despite her fame in Hollywood. She voluntarily quit social media all of a sudden of late. She's come out with some anti-bullying online stuff. Whatever, cool. That's fine. No issue there. I haven't really looked into too many of the articles, but this one is about her movie she is starring in with tom holland it's called chaos walking and this is from the website epicstream.com uh by bayani miguel acevedo uh chaos walking starring daisy ridley and tom holland has been deemed unreleasable <laughs> oh that's boy. that's that's a good so one. that's a ringing endorsement i just <laughs> A lot of people were excited to see the release of Chaos Walking this year, seeing that it had a lot of great names attached to it, like director Doug Lyman, Edge of Tomorrow, Charlie Kaufman, Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind, never seen it, never seen it, plus Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and Daisy Ridley, Star Wars. The movie has been delayed till 2020, but it seems now the film is having a bit more trouble coming out. According to the playlist, Lionsgate has dubbed the film a major challenge, and the movie has supposedly turned out so poorly it was deemed unreleasable by executives who watched initial cuts last year. According to current and former employees, oh no, the movie, originally the movie was set to come out this March, but it looks like the film has been swamped with reshoots, and the studio has been spending millions to fix this. With a lot of great names behind the project, I'm starting to wonder if this really isn't a creative issue, but rather a problem with studio meddling. Oh, so hmm. this is a, this is, we don't need to read this. That's basically the end of the article. It just goes into like a, a summary of chaos walking. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll read this part from Carnegie award-winning writer Patrick Ness comes the story. Okay, that part means shit to me. Todd Hewitt, who lives on the distant planet of New World, a new hope for humanity until struck by the noise, a virus which inflicts immersive visions of one's every thought. The cacophony drive the cacophony drives many mad until Todd is forced to leave his home and everyone he loves. He makes a hidden silent discovery. There's a girl named Viola who may be the key to unlocking the new world's many layered secrets. Let me guess. That's probably Daisy Ridley's character. Jesus Christ. Does she have to be perfect in every movie she's in <laughs> together? The two unlikely companions are forced on a white knuckle adventure into an unexplored planet. What is this like? Is this dollar store star Wars? <laughs> Trying Maybe. to escape and hide in an environment where all thoughts are heard. Oh my God, that would be horrible. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I'd be screwed. <laughs> be oh, so yeah. bad. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't make it out of bed in the morning some days. All movements are for sure. As, oh, God, yeah. As they both discover the truth about the lives they left behind and the spectacular world they've learned to call home. Oh, yeah. So that sounds like it's the absolute shit show. And, and maybe. Maybe Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley can't act outside of, uh, you know, 
I've never seen Tom Holland. I can't say that. I've never seen Tom Holland or Daisy Ridley in anything outside of their Marvel and uh, Lucasfilm roles, respectively. So, you know what? Even this is a shit show. I'll probably watch it because we're going to do a unicorn store watch party. That might be our first watch party. Oh, my God. Is unicorn store. Drunken I'm unicorn to throw store. up in my mouth. Yeah, well, Drunk- for you... Drunken unicorn store commentary. You will be just... one of one of two that's drinking. Oh no, we'll have to. We'll have a couple. We'll have at least one other person on with us for the commentary. That's why I said one of two drinking. You won't because it's a weeknight. I understand that. No, Absolutely. I won't because alcohol is not my friend. <laughs> oh well. In light of recent events, I no longer drink anything that is considered alcohol. Um, oh, well. As you, you know, you know this. Yeah. You just act like you don't because your brain yeah. is bad at remembering. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, that should be fun. I'm going to literally cry and try to, like, I will hide all the sharp objects in my house. Actually, I would even use a spoon to gouge out my eyes at that point because I don't want to. I already feel emotional about it. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, with that being said, that seems like a good place to wrap up the episode. I think we've uh, we've hit the main bullet points we want to hit, and uh, I'm going to keep uh, Monica away from the sharp objects in the kitchen drawers. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, you can find us on Facebook at The Place to Be Reviews. You can find us on Twitter, The Place to Be Reviews. You can follow us at the handle, at The Place to Be, R-E-1. Instagram, The Place to Be Reviews. Email, The Place to Be Reviews at mail.com, the world's best mail. Thank you to all my listeners. Thank you to Alex, Anthony, Tony, Alec, slash two, his second profile on Facebook. He was, uh, he's still locked up. I got early release. Um, oh, I got no. early, I got paroled a couple weeks early. Uh, I got my placa when I was in. So I'm like, I'm made now. I'm like, I got my ink. Oh. This time in Facebook jail, I got a couple tattooed teardrops while I was in there. Um, yeah. Save your, save your friend. It's uh, I look like a white version of the game now. It's uh, <laughs> no, but uh, thank you to everybody for listening and uh, check out the YouTube videos. I am actually going to do a uh, probably a bat whamming video because they released another trailer, but it's only like a 10 second trailer, so I'll get to do a really quick video. So, and I have been, if you haven't noticed, I've been testing out some uh, theme music in the videos. Uh, any thoughts on that? <laughs> Like my, um, it's it's all game show music from the seventies. Yes, <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> well, it avoids uh, copyright strike, so that's that's something. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought too. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So, uh, I it meets Apple Queen Pete, if you will, of the place to be reviews, saying, Monica, what? Wait. Should I do it? Here, I'll do this first. Have a good day and a pleasant tomorrow. Monica, say good night. Bye. (laughs) Good night and happy Monday. Or if you're listening in the future, happy whatever day it is for you. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) 